2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: Fantastic to have you guys with us. Time to crown the winner of the Upset Picks Challenge for the 2023 season. Uh, we are going to let you know tomorrow at 4 o'clock what is on the line. We went through the whole year with this, and we had record-setting participation in the Upset Picks Challenge, and we never shared with you what was on the line for the winners. Never shared that with you. Tomorrow, we will reveal that at 4 o'clock p.m. We're trying to create... Appointment viewing, ladies and gentlemen. So we hope to see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock p.m. So where we will announce what happens. What happens at the very, very top of our leader board. But big thanks to Dan B., P1 listener of the show. Dan B. has been putting together the Upset Picks Challenge the entirety of the season. The entirety of the season. Um, So... Uh, we look. The, uh, the, the we had two bowl pick'em weeks. All right. The first round had 15 correct picks. The second round of games only had four correct picks. Right. So you guys did very well in the first half of bowl season. Those were the games, the 26th, uh, the 16th of December, through December 23rd. Not so hot in the final stretch of games which was December 26th until the end but my friends it is time for us to reveal the final standings for you right now in 40th place but still on the leaderboard and I'm proud of him we've got my old man pops four and a half points on the leaderboard 39th place I like who's between us we've got Reese Davis With five points, I am in 38th place with six points. That's right, 38th place, yes. Uh, In 36th place, we've got Trey in Kentucky. Well, how is this? I've got six. It says he's got five and a half, but he's ahead of me. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, Okay, five and a half. Does he have five and a half or six? I think I'm ahead of somebody else. 36th place, we've got Wood Josh, six and a half points. Okay, (laughs) guys, we've got a little bit of a kerfuffle on the bottom of the uh, scoreboard here. So I'm going to commence with uh, 34th place. I'm going to start with that. 34th place, Rodney Mintz, seven and a half points. We've got a three-way tie for 31st. Emerson M., Just Jess, and John Corley, they've all got ten and a half points. In 30th place, we've got Brandon Gibson with 12. 29th place. Gamecocks Forever, 12 and a half points in 28th place. Our guy was a guest in the last hour. Kelly Ford, 15 points. 26th place, we've got JC, 15 and a half points. Uh, in uh, I'm sorry, twenty-fifth place, we've got Justin L, 14.5 points. We've got Scotty Mack with 16 points. He is in 23rd place. In 22nd place, we have uh, Spur Daddy, also with 16 points. We've got Delvin with 16 and a half points. Here is Diesel, 21st place, 17 and a half points. Ah, in your and face, and a half Delvin. Points. face, Delvin. Well, yeah, you got <laughs> me too for the second year in a row. Oh, second that was a year given. in a row. So, oh, 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 there you go. There you go. Um, so, we now, uh, we now go to the top half of the, uh, of the scoreboard. We've got J-Rock in 20th place, 19 points. In 19th place, we have Kevin H. with 20 points. 18th place, Michigan J. Todd, 21 points. In 16th place, uh, we have Sherb with 21.5 points. Uh, Tied with Sherb is Leprechaun of Lyman with 21 and a half points. In 15th place, it's Kyle D, 23 points. In uh, 14th place, we've got Roger Carper, 23 and a half points. 13th place, Logan Simpson, 24 points. In 12th place, we have Stanford Steve from the game day crew, 27 points. In 11th place, None other than Pat McAfee himself with 29 points. And now we go to the top 10. Tied for 10th place, we've got Brandon with 30 and a half points. Mad Craft, 30 and a half points. Minor 49er, 30 and a half points. Just ahead of him, none other than our good friend Josh Pate who's tied with Lee Corso with 32. Now to the all-important top five. The all-important top five. Here we go. Congratulations to all who participated, all who scored. It is time to highlight the top five finishers. And I will let you know, this is the lowest winning score that we have ever had. The lowest winning score that we've ever had, but it was still the all time winning score. Fifth place, Gold Rush, 33 points. Fourth place, Mark L.O. Ducks, 37 points. Third place, Dan B. did our standings, 37 and a half points. Second place in the upset pick challenge final results, last year's champion, E. Thoughty. 38 points winning the upset picks challenge this year with 44 biggins congratulations to joe d who won the upset pick challenge for the year if you want to crown joe, them, crown ass. joe d gets the dub 44 big points guys tomorrow At 4 o'clock, we're going to tell you what was on the line. You're going to like what you hear coming your way tomorrow at 4 o'clock p.m. Uh, Big ups again to everyone who participated. Big ups to everyone who scored. Diesel and I pledge to do better than this, better than this each and every year. Uh, Diesel, we are, I mean, you are 21st out of hundreds. I am 38th out of hundreds. It just so happens that there's only 40 people at the end of the year who score. So, uh, you know, we are, look at us, look at this this standings page as the top 25 of sorts.
1: Yeah, it it feels good to to be on the board. All you suckers out there with zero points, eat it, okay? Eat a whole bag of them. You know what I'm talking about. Um, It it feels good to be on the leaderboard in such a prestigious contest. Uh, With that being said, I'm going to enter my name into the transfer portal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it's like it's, it's it's crazy you can just go on a heater and you know uh, uh Brandon had a huge run there early in the season with a couple of big hits and it sustained him for the entire season he kind of he kind of slumped towards the back half of the season but that's okay you can do that if you've built up a huge total of points and then you know I went on a heater there the last 4 weeks of the show, 4 weeks of the contest didn't get the last bull pick but I think I won four in a row, three, four in a row, and, uh, and, and beat your
0: ass that way, Mark. <laughs> you certainly did, and I'm still sore about it, Diesel, literally and figuratively. <laughs> still sore. Got to do a lot better next year, man. Got to do a lot better. That is the M.O. of what we are, uh, what we are after, man. Uh, next year, well, this coming year, actually this September, okay, uh, my pledge is to be in the top 20 of this thing. Okay, that's my pledge. I think it was uh, last year I didn't finish on the scoreboard this year. I finished on the scoreboard next year. My goal is 20 points. I want to be on the scoreboard. Um, There's an element of luck to this. There certainly is. But when you're in the top five of this thing, I don't think that's luck. I think these, the, I think our guys have a lot of good inside information. They've done a lot of research along the line. Let's go do the phones. Let's get to J.D. in Simpsonville, who is up next on the show. Hey, J.D., what's good, man?
3: Hey, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Um, sorry, I, I honestly have like a million things that I want to say. I know I don't have much time, so I'll try to be quick. Um, first, I want to echo what T. Experience said earlier about your show, the great content. It's always something different, and you um, you you know you tell us stuff that we don't necessarily want to hear, but we need to hear, and so that's why we appreciate it. You keep it 100. Um, Thanks, man. For the college – yeah, no worries. Uh, the college football 12-team playoff, here is my fear. Um, as much as we said the 14 playoff was a failure, the 12-team playoff is going to be a mulligan fest. Um, I saw someone posted the other day, Literally all the games that would have happened in the 12-team playoff this year are all games that would have happened in the regular season already. And so, like you were saying, the regular season just simply isn't going to matter because there's literally Texas-Michigan, or excuse me, Texas-Bama, they already played. Michigan-Ohio State, already played. Next year, Washington, Texas, Michigan, they all play one another. And so the regular season is not going to mean anything because they're just going to get another shot at it in the playoffs.
0: You're exactly right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to mean nothing. It's going to be a Big Ten championship. But why play a Big Ten championship game when all anyone is going to be trying to do is not get hurt for the playoff? What, is it, what does it really right. mean? The next problem that we're going to have is players opting out for the championship game and then opting back in for the playoff. That's the next problem we're going to have because Who cares? You win, we lose. We're both in the playoff. What really matters here?
3: Absolutely. And, uh, Mark, if I could, I've got one more theory here. It's actually a little off topic. It's uh, NFL-related. But I don't know many NFL GMs, Mark, so I'm going to pretend you're the NFL GM that I'm calling real quick. And this is the theory that I have as to why Bill Belichick hasn't been fired yet. He's trying to trade himself. So ring, 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 ring. Hey, Mark. Uh, this is uh Bill Belichick with the uh, New England Patriots, and um, I was just interested if you guys would, uh, you know, maybe take me on as your head coach, and uh, you know, it'll only cost you like a, a fourth-round pick, or you know, you know, did I say fourth? Maybe, maybe even a seventh, and I'll come down there and coach you guys up. So that's why Bill Belichick's fate has not been determined. He's busy trying to trade himself. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for taking my call.
0: All right, man. Um, yeah, I think it's going to take a lot more than a fourth. <laughs> round pick for Bill Belichick Um, you know I don't think I don't think that's going to I don't think that's going to happen for that price mark
1: I'm going to throw out a a bold it's going to sound very self-serving and maybe it is but I'm going to throw out a bold idea to assuage your fears that the regular season won't matter anymore because they could just get into the playoff here's how you do this instead of taking away uh, entry points for group of five conferences give them more that means there are fewer spots there are fewer at large bids available so you can't screw around and miss one so th- right now there's a two-year contract to have a six plus six format the six highest ranking conference champions and six at larges. they are attempting to reduce that from six to five uh Conference champions, the five highest-rated conference champions. Instead of reducing it, increase it. Go to seven. And that means there are only five at-large spots available. You can't screw around and miss one by having guys sit out important games.
0: You know, Diesel, I like that until people are complaining that a lot of the games look like Georgia against Florida State in the Orange Bowl, 63-3, to or Liberty against Oregon. I like it in theory, you know, until you've got your team. Well, what do you want to South do here, Mark? Do you, want to,
1: do, you want to the, do you want to protect the sanctity of a, of a playoff you don't even like, or do you want to protect the sanctity of the regular season?
0: I want to protect the sanctity of the regular season, but I'm trying to think about what they're going to say and why they're not going to do that. But no, I didn't you're say right; that they Diesel. would. It's just a way to do yeah. it. Yeah, you're right, though. I mean, like, in this sense, you know, you got fewer berths. You can jack around a little bit less, right? You've got to win these games. The games do matter. Um, you know, I just wait till you guys see what it feels like when Alabama plays Georgia next year. When a Michigan plays Ohio State next year, wait till you see what it feels like when both teams are really in, no matter what.
1: Texter, okay. Texter here. Mark asks, and it's it's important to this conversation. What seven conferences? would get automatic bids. No, sef- no, no conferences would get automatic bids, Texter. That's the whole point. It's the seven highest-ranked conference champions. And in That's it. most of the time, 99% of the time, it's going to be, well, now the power four. And uh, according to the Massey ratings, which I just sent Mark earlier today, according to the Massey ratings, the three, uh, three highest-ranked, Group of five conferences, or the three highest rated group of five conferences, are the Sun Belt, the Mountain West, and the American Athletic this year. So, in all likelihood, it would be the Sun Belt champ, the Mountain West champ, and the American champ this year.
0: Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff indeed. All right, my friends. Coming up next, Washington paints a picture of success that a lot of teams can follow, but particularly one. That's next here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's offside. Mark Ryan and Diesel live on location. Ingalls Markets in the Berg, and we are the Fan Upstate.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart
2: knows nothing gets between you and the game. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: It is time for some clues, my friends, to give you a chance to win a gift card to your local Ingalls Markets. We are in hour number two. We're gonna give you two clues right now. All right, two clues coming your way right now. The name of this product is two words that don't necessarily go together. Yeah, I got like a thousand guesses for that one, so that, I, I didn't narrow anything down for myself with that one right there. But that means it's good, it's getting you thinking. As the months go by, you may buy less of these. All right, the name of this product is two words that don't necessarily go together ice cream and tuna fish. I got it. I got it. I got it. There you go. As the months go by, you may buy less of these. Those are your first two clues. My main man, Corey, is going to be uh, collecting your submissions. When you stop by, put in a submission as well. We're going to crown a gift card winner at the end of the show today. If you're just joining us, man, we are at Ingalls Markets 8004 Warren H. Abernathy in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Happy New Year. Getting our New Year started off right, right now with you, man. Fantastic to have you guys with us. If you are a Gamecock fan, you'll like one of our uh, audio submissions from the other day where Chris Phillips told you which position groups will get better and which position groups are going to be worse in 2024 for your football team you can find all those podcasts on the odyssey app a-u-d-a-c-y on our twitter page the fan upstate and on our facebook page at the fan upstate as well guys the um, the washington huskies are a brilliant case study for a number of different reasons okay from a from a number of different reasons and a number of different angles Washington took a roster that wasn't totally bereft of talent. They had some talent on there, but they didn't have championship-level talents. And with a roster that lacked championship-level talent, Washington won the Pac-12. Washington made it to the playoff. Washington made it all the way to the national championship game. And if you've listened to the show the last couple of days, you know that I've shared with you the blue-chip ratio is still undefeated. Okay? There have been three times when teams who have not made the, uh, not qualified for the blue-chip ratio have made the national championship game, but they've never won it. Oregon, the 2014 national championship game, lost to Ohio State 42-20. TCU last year made the 2022 college football national championship game they lost 65 to 7 and right now Washington made it to the college football national championship game this was a one score game I believe the latest it was a one score game was when the third quarter right I think it was 20 to 13 at one point in the third quarter 2013 game in the third quarter they end up losing 34 to 13 that 21 point margin is actually the closest that any team who has failed to meet the blue-chip ratio has come to winning the national championship. But I'll tell you, you know, if you are a school like South Carolina, you want to follow the Washington model. It's a great model for you to follow, okay? In two years, Kalen DeBoer has taken this team and without bona fide elite talent, gotten them to the promised land. Well, Mark Ryan, it's a lot harder to do that at Washington than it is at South Carolina. It's a lot harder to do. I mean, it's a lot harder to do that in the SEC than it is the Pac-12. Yeah, but who's got a better team, Washington or South Carolina? Who wins that game if it was played full strength right now?
1: One can also I'd mark say, that it's it's much easier yeah. to recruit that elite level talent to the SEC than it is to the Pac-12. So, Kaylin DeBoer had a harder time getting the talent necessary to get there.
0: 100%. And, like, you're trying to get people to come up to Seattle. And, like, consider the states that are around Seattle. I mean, you are in rural USA. What states border Washington? Oregon, Idaho, and Montana. Okay? Like, you're trying to get kids to come. Now, Seattle is not middle of nowhere. But you're trying to get kids to come a long ways away from anywhere that they're used to, and Kalen DeBoer still did it, all right? I want to give you guys something here to chew on that, if you're a Gamecock fan, should give you hope, should give you optimism. It should also help you realize that you don't need to wait forever. You don't need to have unlimited, unending patience, okay? Last four years leading to this year's college football playoff, South Carolina's recruiting classes averaged number 20. Washington's were 24th. What does that tell you? South Carolina got an ace transfer portal quarterback in Spencer Rattler. Washington got an ace transfer portal quarterback in Michael Penix Jr. But outside of that quarterback, and I'll give it to you, Penix is better than Rattler, you know, Penix is an A to an A-plus, and Rattler is a B to a B-plus. But they're still ace transfer portal guys. Outside of those players, coming out of high school, South Carolina has more talent than Washington does. Well, Mark, who is South Carolina's Roma Dunze? Player development is a part of this. Mark, did you consider the difference in the offensive lines? Washington won the best offensive line, the Broyles Award. South Carolina had easily the worst in the Power Five. Yeah, well, that's, that's coaching. That's development. That's convincing kids to stay with you, right, not enter the transfer portal. Jalen Nichols, South Carolina, enter the transfer portal this year. There are a lot of teams, Florida might be among them, that can look at the story of Washington and find that it offers a heck of a lot of hope. Now, to those of you who always want to defend Shane Beamer, I would say to you, how long do you want to give him? How long is the end of your rope? Diesel, that's the question. How long is the rope for Beamer here? You know, is this win this year or else? Is this he gets 2025 or what? Because the success of Kalen DeBoer is killing you. Is 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 really putting an end to the idea that everybody needs to get a little patience. Yeah. He's killing that idea. 67 and 3 at Sioux Falls, 12 and 6 at Fresno State, 25 and 3 now at Washington. Made it to the national championship game. Okay? The national championship game with a four-year recruiting class average that is below what South Carolina has done. If you want to hit me with, yeah, but it's easier to be successful there, okay, I'm going to tell you they've got a much better team than you do. It's not, about the, it's not about the one loss record. It's about the fact that if you told me Washington's playing South Carolina tomorrow, I'd take Washington and I'd give you 20 points. And I'm telling you, I'd win. I'd win. Washington and 20. You can have 20 points, South Carolina fans. I'm going to win that game.
1: Mark, I know this is a segment about Washington more than it is a segment about South Carolina, uh, and it's not really a segment about Shane Beamer, but I am afraid, I am genuinely afraid that next year, if South Carolina has another disappointing season, so that's 6-6 and or worse, that there will still be a large number of Gamecock fans saying, well, guys, we just got to give them one more year. We got to give them another chance. Because you like the guy, so that's what I'm, that's what I'm afraid of for Gamecock fans,
0: yeah, like diesel, I, I have the same fear, I have the same fear, like like Shane Beamer's going to get one more year and one more year to perpetuity, right because he's a gamecock guy, and he's we're loyal to our guy, and he wants to be here um, you know and believe you me, my program isn't isn't immune to this. I can't tell you how many different media entities. I have read something along the lines of Billy Napier is dead man walking when you consider this schedule in 2024. You know, like, college football has become this or else sport where you better win or else. We don't want to hear who transferred. We don't want to hear, hear what injuries you have. We don't want to hear what schedule you have. Win or else. Well, look. The reality is I think most Florida fans know how brutal Billy Napier's schedule is this year. Most Florida fans would say, okay, you go to a bowl game this year, we'll bring you back. If you can manage a bowl game with this schedule this year, we'll bring you back for 2025. We'll bring you back next year. But, you know, there's a lot of folks that are being judged and they're having things happen to them that they can't control. Factors outside of their control. And that's tough. That is a really, really tough place to be. So do you guys buy or sell that the Washington model is one that should offer hope to Gamecock fans? One that should tell you that you don't need to wait forever in a day to have success because Washington did it in year one. Washington did it in year two. In 2021, the Washington Huskies were 4-8. and eight. Kalen DeBoer was hired. Last year, they went 11-2. and two. How do you do that? How do you do that? The man is an unbelievable head coach. Well, Mark, that's one coach. What about the rest? Okay, Lance Leipold, Kansas, inherited a team four years ago that was 0 and 9. Okay, 0 and 9. Lance Leipold took over, and this last year, Lance Leipold went 9 and 4. Kansas 0-9 in 2020. Lance Leipold's first year, they were 2-10. Second year, 6-7. Third year, 9-4. You see the track record here, right? You see what's happening here, okay? Wisconsin Whitewater Diesel, this is the model. Who is dominating at the lower levels? Wisconsin Whitewater, I believe, was Division Two. Lance Leipold was 109-6 there. Yeah, they were monsters at the D2 level. 109-6, okay? Then he goes from D2, not to the FCS, but to the FBS. Goes to Buffalo. Goes 37-33 and 33 at Buffalo. Hired at Kansas. Look what he's doing at Kansas. I mean, look what he's doing. That is the model, right? You go from the small – I mean, you found the model. You've now found the model. Kalen DeBower has the model. Lance Leipold has the model. How about Chris Kleeman? Kansas State, what he did at North Dakota State, 69 and 6. All right, Kansas State now. 8 and 5, 10 and 4, 9 and 4 the last 3 seasons. Now taking that model and winning at the highest level. So, you know what uh, you know what I would do if I'm looking for a uh, a new head coach, I'm going to go look at Bobby Hawk, the head coach of Montana, right? Um, I am going to look at um, Bob Nielsen, South Dakota. I'm going to go look at these guys that have had success at smaller schools because that's a model that works. You should have hired Kirstie Gnettie
1: before Indiana got him.
0: Yeah. Where was he before? He was James Madison. James Madison. See, that's a model that works. You don't have to be somewhat successful at Louisiana. That doesn't necessarily mean you're the guy. That's Billy Napier. Who's a guy that's had immense success wherever he's been? That's a guy who eats, breathes, blanks excellence. Go find that guy. Why not? Uh, Texter says, Mark, give Beamer five years. Who cares? We are a women's basketball school anyway. Uh, texter says Jim Harbaugh ha- only had one bowl win and lost to Ohio State every year for the first six years. Not saying Shane Beamer should have as long of a rope as Harbaugh, but I also think sometimes expect a team to turn around before the coaches, recruits, even become starters and get their culture instilled. But again, texter, like, look at what Lance Leipold has done. Look at what Kalen DeBoer has done. Why have they been able to do something that Beamer has not? Texter says, Mark, do not forget Jed Fish at Arizona. By the way, guess where he's from, uh, Texter? He's from Florida. Jed Fish is a Gator. Gator fans have their eye on him already. Uh, He's turned around that program in three years, and they popped in year three, projected to win the Big 12 next year, possibly. Yeah, we'll see if they pull it off. Texter says, instead of U of SC saying, give him one more year, replace it with dollars, we have to give him six more million. Texter says, I was a student at North Greenville University when Jamie Chadwell was there. He has killed it everywhere. Everywhere. That's the model. You know, stop trying to outthink the room. This isn't that hard. You know, like, it, it stands to reason that if you can create a culture that wins at a high level... You can take that culture with you, and you might have to deal with more prima donnas at the FBS level that you do in D2 or at the FCS level. Sure, you have to deal with that, but if your message resonates with young people, then your message is going to resonate with young people. That is the model. Well, Mark, it's because
1: we've gotten away. The the culture of how coaches get hired in college football has changed. It used to be you were a top-level coordinator at, uh, at an Alabama, for example. Well, that guy has to go down to Southern Miss and, and cut his teeth as a coach. He has to prove that he can be a head coach at a lower level first. But now, it's just like, let's hire the guy and hope that they can bring the Nick Saban culture with him. Let's hire the guy and see if he can bring the Kirby Smart culture with him. And then you put yourself in a position where you're hiring somebody, you're giving them an ungodly amount of money for three, four, five years, who's never had head coaching experience,
0: and you're shocked when it doesn't go well. Well, and Diesel, so I'm saying that I'm going to pass up Kirby Smart, the next Nick Saban assistant, because I'm looking at the rate of Kirby Smart, right? Like, for every Kirby Smart, there's 10 Will Muschamps in the Nick uh, Nick Saban coaching tree. I'm going to go find the D2, the FCS success stories, NAIA, All right, and I'm going after them, and I'm going to bring them in, and I'm going to take that risk because these guys exude winning. They exude winning, and that's what it's all about. All right, my friends, coming up next on the show, massive NFL games this weekend. I'll give you my confidence levels and each and every one of them, and we'll do it next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. invite you to swing on by to Ingalls Markets in the Berg. Where it'd be great to meet you. Mark Ryan Diesel, Ruby Downs, Corey. We are the fan upstate.
3: Listen to every MLB game live. The
0: deep left center field, it is high, it is
3: far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League Home Run Leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month.
0: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
3: Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: Offsides live on location. Ingalls Markets. Warren H. Tabernathy Highway in the Berg. Show ending at 6.30 tonight because we've got Furman basketball against the Citadel. Ruby and I having a conversation in the break. uh, She's like, have you seen the Ingles table commercial? I said, that is the best thing that's happened to me in 2024, bar none. I'm sitting there watching Clemson women's basketball against UNC. And a commercial comes on and it says Ingles table. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm part of this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute! I'm seeing people that I've seen there. Oh my gosh! There we are! Can you believe it? I I don't. I've never been in a commercial before in my life. You know, like I. You know, we get to rub elbows with the true celebrities like Melissa Level and Ruby Downs on a regular basis. Uh, now I got to uh, feel what it's like to live their life on a day in day out basis. Firm in the Citadel, coming your way at 6:30 p.m. This afternoon, right here on the Fan Upstate, my friends. Uh, use Apple or Google Podcast to listen to your favorite shows. We are there. Find Offsides with Mark Ryan and subscribe for our latest clips. Guys, full slate of NFL playoff games this weekend. But first, I do want to tell you that there was a shock today in the National Football League. More on this In the top five at five. But there are um, seven coaches fired every year on average in the NFL. And it looked like this year, okay, we're only going to have six. Who Who had Mike Vrabel being fired and Matt Eberflus being retained on their bingo card? Then today, we got the shocker of all shockers. That Pete Carroll had been let go quote unquote the relieved of his duties. you know does anyone ever take this well when you read the We wish him well in his future endeavors? No one takes that well, right? do they are they really wishing you well? doesn't feel like it. We wish you well in the future endeavors. Um, but Pete Carroll fired today or I'm not sure the term that they're using. I was listening to Jim Rome coming in. Jim Rome surmised that maybe they told him to make some coaching changes on his staff. Maybe he didn't want to do that. They made a change. Dude is 72 years old. Uh, Guy has more energy at 72 than I did at the age of 12. But the Seattle job is now open. Carolina, Las Vegas, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Seattle, Los Angeles Chargers, and the Atlanta Falcons all have open coaching positions. We thought it was going to be one less this year. Folks, it's seven every year. We're waiting to see if this year it's eight with Bill Belichick. Time will tell. So if I said to you guys, give me the winners on Sunday for the NFL playoffs with the greatest amount of confidence, the winners with the greatest amount of confidence, what would you say? That's Dave Matthews, Ben, if you can't tell. Uh, greatest amount of confidence. Here we go. All right. From most confident, from least confident to most confident, here are my picks, okay? I'm least confident in taking the Chiefs, and here's how I've done this. Scale of 1 to 10, if I have no clue, it's a 5, okay? No clue whatsoever. You know, it's a total flip of the coin to me. I've got the Chiefs over the Dolphins as a 5.5. That's as close to having no clue as I possibly could. 5.5. Next in line to not knowing the result, not knowing what's going to happen. I'm going Texans to beat the Browns, but I'm only 6.5 confidence on it. Okay, remember, a 5 is a total flip of the coin. I'm only at 6.5. Okay, Uh, Next in line on the confidence scale, I'm going to go Detroit over the Los Angeles Rams, okay? Third least confident game for me. Uh, I do think Detroit wins. Um, I wouldn't feel comfortable wagering that much on it. I did win my national championship bet, Michigan over Washington. Thank you, Michigan Wolverines. Cheaters always win. My Detroit over Rams confidence level is a 7, all right? So we've got three more games. All three of these are above a 7 confidence level for me. I'll go Eagles over Buccaneers as a 7.5 on the confidence scale. Pretty confident Philadelphia wins. I'm a little nervous by what I've seen from them, okay? I, I know they didn't put forth their best effort on Sunday, But I've been saying reports of their demise are greatly exaggerated. We're going to see if I was right or wrong on that moving forward. Eagles confidence level, 7.5. Packers and Cowboys, what is my confidence level? 8.5 for the boys. Very confident. Spread of 7.5. Why is it not higher? Why is it not a 9 or a 10? It's not a 9 or a 10 because, you know, you always have to worry about this. <laughs> always have to worry about the Cowboys choking in the postseason. Plus, them boys, them Packer boys are hot right now. Always got to worry about the choking job from Dallas. What, you know, the longer that game stays close, if it's close in the second half, tight sphincters in Big D. is my confidence level there. And then just about as confident as I could possibly be, the Bills and the Steelers. The Bills have been a sports car. They're facing a Pinto in the Steelers. And, you know, like you look at this game, the over-under is 36.5 points, and you're saying to yourself, there's no way that Pittsburgh is going to score 20 points in this one. They don't, have the, they don't have the firepower. They just don't have the weapons in the holster to get there. That's my feeling anyway. So least confident to most confident playoff picks. What do you think? 844-326-3663 is the number to join us on the renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas fan phone, 844 844- three two three six six three all right my friends coming your way next we've got the top five at five the top five biggest sports stories of the day the top five topics we're discussing it's all coming your way on the flip side here on the show that gives you both sides offsides mark ryan and diesel live on location inside the corner cafe Ingalls markets warren h abernathy highway we are